This podcast was produced by ORFM Dunedin with support from New Zealand On the Air. Otago Access Radio, in partnership with Otago Polytech, brings you Blowing Bubbles. Blowing Bubbles brings you positive conversations with people in their bubbles around the world. How are people living their bubble lives? Working from home, keeping kids entertained, and staying connected and getting exercise. And how are these things presenting us with the opportunities to find new ways of living? Every weekday, the Sustainable Lens team of Samuel Mann, Shan Gallagher and Mara Karatai reach out from their bubbles to chat with interesting and positive people around the world. Broadcast on Otago Access Radio 105.4 FM and streamed and podcast on oar.org.nz and sustainablelens.org. Bringing connection, joy, kindness and peace in the days ahead. Welcome to Blowing Bubbles, positive conversations with people in their bubbles, their safe spaces around the world. I'm Samuel Mann in Soyuz Bay, Dunedin, and I am joined from Fakatane by Mawera Karatai. Kia ora, Mawera. Kia ora, Sam. Happy New Year. How Happy are you? Happy New Year. This is the first show of the new year. We've had other shows on, but we recorded them before Christmas. So let's see if we can remember what to do. How are you? I'm really well and happy. How are you? Good, good. How did your summer go? I hear it was a bit disrupted. Uh, yes, Christmas Day, Jack decided to lift up our friend's trampoline and so his, his mate could roll off it. But then his mate thought, oh, I wonder what would happen if I bounce on it. So we spent the whole of Christmas night in the ED at Whakatani Hospital and Jack broke his arm in two places. <laughs> so, Oops. <laughs> that was Christmas. So no mountain biking and now uh, he's got another week and a half to go and then he's free. <laughs> and we'll talk about what I'm doing next Next show. What, who are we introducing today? Uh, it is my great pleasure to introduce Julia Vandelay. Julia is an educator in early learning. She's a mental health supporter and she's organising the upcoming Behind the Bamboo Music Festival that is going to take place on the 29th of January. Julia, that is so cool. Welcome to the show today. Thanks for joining us. Thank you so much for having me. Well, welcome, <laughs> Julia. Where are you, Julia? I am currently in the Dunedin Library. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Where's home? <laughs> Uh, home is Dunedin. Yeah, yeah. Um, I've just sort of been back, been living in Wellington, was living in Wellington for a wee while, um, and been come, have come back to Dunedin and been living, been back since uh, maybe two years. Yeah, yeah. So we've been asking people. This is our show number three hundred and sixty, which is a nice round number, and. <laughs> I like that joke. I'm going to use that joke again. Um, And (laughs) we've been asking people how their bubble life was, referring to the initial lockdown. And we've realised that we really need to get a bit beyond that. But asking people how their traffic light's going doesn't have quite the same (laughs) ring to it. But anyway, how's your traffic light going? It's fine. No problems, really. Just day to day basis (laughs) not not too much different yeah yeah so how was life when it was a bit more restricted in bubbles um i was living with my mum um and um i don't know i just went for walks and quite sort of enjoyed the um no people and the no cars and the quietness about it um enjoyed the 
than nature because it was in autumn. So it was quite nice to see all the different colours and I don't know, just my life to be a bit more peaceful and, you know, to um, to think about what we've done. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> to really think about sort of what what is happening in the world. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And in terms of the the work that you do, the early childcare, the yeah, you, you didn't try and do that remotely. No, no, I did um sort of initially try to set up like a little sort of home based um, Facebook page if anyone needed wanted to just um, hang out with someone on video, um, but just people were just happy to look after their own kiddies, <laughs> I think, and, <laughs> working from home, I guess. Yeah, yeah. But you, yeah. did you get back to that after the, the lockdowns? Yeah, yeah, I did, yeah, yeah. <laughs> How were the little kids? Yeah. Oh, they were good, actually, pretty good. Maybe just sort of a little bit unsettled used to like hang out with their kiddies but um I think they they show a lot of resilience and they coach really really well with um the um circumstances of I guess their new sort of life really and I think they sort of understood more than what we would think they would yeah it's pro- probably not their new life it's their only life only life now yeah <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> yeah yeah. Yes, our three, nearly four-year-old Lucy is quite good at knowing which things that she can and can't do because of COVID. Yeah, sure. I know. Yeah, that's definitely, definitely been a thing. So let's yeah. get str- let's get straight into talking about the music festival, the Behind the Bamboo Summer Festival. Tell us about mm-hmm. that. Um, I just wanted to. Um, like I truly believe um, mental health um, so it's um, a mental health fundraiser gig um, it would be Koha entry um, it's at New 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 on the 29th of January um, and it will start at 3pm um, initially it was actually going to be in August but um, we had the last lockdown and had to reschedule um, but I wanted to put it on to give like a real reflection to help um, recognise mental health and given the circumstances that we've been in, lots of people have been feeling really vulnerable um, and I just wanted to represent that care and respect and um, really value the community um, in Dunedin and we've got I think a really close community in Dunedin um, people I feel like people do actually look out for each other and um, mental health is a really really prominent sort of thing at the moment um, I think yeah yeah what's behind the name oh, what's behind the name <laughs> um, is that initial thing we're having discussions with people um, and you're like oh come up with a name and um new 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 actually have bamboo in their um at their um space um and we're sort of discussing going oh behind the bamboo and when you're in sort of a vulnerable state and you're feeling like you you can't reach out that you're sort of behind something that you your emotions are um you can't express how you 
sort of a feeling or yeah <laughs> if that makes sense yeah <laughs> so let's take yeah. the first of your music choices it is the mentalist mm-hmm. collective who are playing at mm-hmm. your summer festival yeah. pieces of home why yeah. this one um this one is a new track of theirs and um, they've done like, such an amazing job of um, producing it um, and you can actually go onto the, uh, there's a YouTube video about it. Um, one of the guys, Rob, um, has have written it. Um, I'm not sure if he actually did write it in lockdown, but um, just sort of, I think it reflects on sort of being at home and um, yeah, it's a really, it's a really beautiful track actually. Yeah, yeah. <laughs>
the mentalist collectives other albums is called this is a tree where is the sun that sounds like a good description of summer in the south yeah well there you go (laughs) (laughs) meant to be (laughs) so who else have you got playing uh we've got um porpoise um which is they're all um, local musicians um porpoise which is a um another band and uh, Hazari, Algorithm, um, Alas, it's Spacer and Alan, um, Molly Divine, and Human Confusion. Yeah. How do you go about finding all those people to to play? Uh, <laughs> just um, word of mouth. I kind of do know um, quite a few people in the music industry, um, so I just or like message people to see um, who wanted to play and then they all did and gave them some dates and there you have it. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so you you tried to arrange it in August, but that was what was happening in August. That was an actual lockdown in August. Yeah, yeah. So the, the last lockdown that we had um, and then we went into lockdown and it was just not feasible to um, get it going where we could have done it, but not much sort of point really <laughs> yeah yeah and so what's it been like organizing it under a traffic light um it's been pretty good actually i mean i guess we haven't had the community um transmission um so i mean it's been relatively sort of easy there's not many sort of restrictions um i guess all the band members had to be um vaccinated um, and have their vaccine passports and anyone who comes in needs to make sure that they have their vaccine passport and all of that as well. But um, yeah, really, really good support um, by the venue um, managers and support a lot of support by the, um, the band members and things as well. Yeah. Did that... Yeah. Um... And also, the, also, sorry, also the causes. Um, so the causes are um, Life Matters and Women's Refuge. Yeah, and they've, and they've been really amazing and um, really supportive and good to talk to. Yeah. Did it cause any 
difficulty in finding the bands to, to or was everybody vaccinated that you that you asked everyone everyone was vaccinated yeah <laughs> yeah which was relatively yeah relatively easy <laughs> yeah that makes it a lot yeah. easier it does yeah <laughs> julia um in, in times of stress um which we've all been through and i guess it's like um for you guys in the South Island where COVID's not like a big part of life for you, it's close here in Whakatane because we've got it everywhere around us, just not in our town. But for you guys, it's a long way away and it's kind of like the the, the monster that hides in the cupboard. How do, you, how do you keep hopeful and positive and how do you share that to people around you? Um, just try and reach out to people who I feel may need reaching out to um, and just try and push on through give like positivity um, and just talk just generally I guess tell people that you're there for them um, I myself like like to go for walks and um, all of that and um, it's actually quite lovely like a friend who's actually um, done like a little message thread and had like a walking group just recently so um, we all just sort of sometimes go for a walk and um, yeah, just just a reaching out kind of thing, like knowing who the good people are and um, telling people, I guess, that you've we've got this and it is what it is. So we just have to adjust to it really um, in a lot of ways. Um, it's different. Um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> How do we yeah. teach our kids like you said just before about knowing who the good people are and I, I reckon that's a key to it because we we take on the a lot of um the energy that uh from the people around us so how do how do you reckon we teach our kids to be more discerning because i know you know for you know I look at my son and some of his friends are quite cynical especially at that sort of 11 12 13 age mm -hmm. they become quite cynical especially with all the things happening in our world how do we how do we teach them to be discerning about the people they have around them? Um, I think I mean just actually I think being honest with them, actually just telling them what's going on, um, and I think children learn actually. Um, well, this is sort of my beliefs about um, learning with people and just playing, and you don't. I mean, there's some parents who are worried about the children's sort of education, and from like a young age, they don't they don't really sort of need too much stimulation. They're just probably quite happy at home and just playing and um, all of that. So it's just sort of being honest to them, communicating to them that this is what's going on and this is what we have to do, and just just being there for them. Really, I think, yeah yeah that's good advice and yeah. as, our, as our kids go back into school we've got a couple of weeks to go and then they're all going to um, start off on the on that new education adventure for the year what advice do you reckon we give to them around you know covid and and all of that all those fears and you know the kids are worried about lockdowns happening again and that uh, isolation mm. from their friends what mm. what do you reckon is the best advice to give to them as we head back into that space <laughs> that's a tough one um i think just i mean children, 
the kitties are quite resilient. Um, I mean, depending on sort of like age difference and things as well. Um, but the but then again, it, it just becomes um, uh, just instructing. You know, the communication it goes back to the communication thing as well. Just being honest and saying this is what's happening, and just like calm voices as well. Just um, if they're upset, just kind of reassuring them that it's going to be okay. Like we'll we'll get through it, and um, you. Yeah, just that you'll have the support that you need, and um, yeah, just you you will see your ch you you will see your friends again. <laughs> I don't know. Um, so nice. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I don't know. Um, I think it's more just about like honesty and communication, and just allowing children to, um, I guess, express how they're feeling if they're feeling sad, and they and they totally they would be. Um, you know, feeling sort of vulnerable and, um, but just, I guess, allowing them to express how they're feeling as well. Yeah, yeah. And how yeah. is it for you as an educator? How do you feel about, you know, going back to work and, you know, the, the journey ahead? Yeah, yeah, um, it's been pretty good. I've um, had quite a bit of support and things with along that. Um, uh, the kitties, they, I guess at the start, they're a little bit sort of unsure, you know, they're seeing their friends again and they're just getting used to going back to um, to childcare again. Um, but mostly being pretty good. Like, I guess, you know, they've been hanging out with their parents. I mean, the first lockdown, hanging out with the parents for, was it like three months or what? <laughs> I don't even know. Um, but, um, they were mostly actually pretty good, and it's just that reassurance of mm -hmm. um, to them as well that we're also there for them, and just um, slow steps, I think. Yeah, slow steps, day by day. <laughs> yeah. There's a lot of security that children feel um, when they build those relationships with their early childhood educators. And I recall yeah. when Jack was about two and a half or maybe three, we were at rugby coaching and one of his teachers was there with her children. And he walked up to her with his hands on his hips and said, get back to school. <laughs> that's not where yeah. she belongs she belonged at school she did not belong at the rugby and it made me realize the value of of that relationship that you form with those little guys when they're at preschool yeah so important yeah 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 definitely definitely and they appreciate it too and they they miss you and they just they're so pleased to see you <laughs> yeah all of that like yeah yeah it's really good yeah oh, that's so nice <laughs> yeah bubble sprite of the forest of orakadui Dunedin's favorite goddess tahu mackenzie kia ora koutou nga mahi nui kia koutou ko happy new year everybody very exciting to be with you again as part of this wonderful wonderful show blowing bubbles and of course as you know it makes a huge difference to me to be part of the show and I'm so grateful that here we are in 2022 and we're still 
sharing our stories and sharing our hope and sharing our knowledge and sharing our understandings and experiences. Nearly two years after we first began in 2020 and it's been a huge honour and privilege to be part of the show since then. So the biggest thank yous to Sam and Maweda for having me and OFN everybody thank you so much and to all of you for being part of the show all of you everybody i'm so grateful and i know that we will continue on and on and and this is a wonderful thing and for me it epitomizes so much of our beauty as a species what we're here to share that our ability and our longing for connection and communication enables us to grow and evolve co-evolve with all life in an infinite web and this is a great gift that we have that we must acknowledge and celebrate really at times like these when we find ourselves in the midst of a global pandemic of a volcanic eruption of all of the changes and trials and tribulations that besiege us at this time that we can remember that we have a suite of skills to nurture and nourish one another and ourselves when we need to which is all the time so for me at the moment I'm really learning that it's important to acknowledge that everyone's doing their best and this is something that since that understanding really came to me has changed my life enormously once I realised that everybody was doing their best a lot of my stress and frustrations dissolved and a lot of my expectations and misunderstandings that I was having with reality moved away which was wonderful so I now approach each person and situation and interaction with a sense of gratitude and the knowledge that everybody is doing their best and of course as unique as we all are as biodiverse as we all are so is our version of our best and I have been doing my best of course to be loving and nurturing of late but again letting go of any expectation of what the result of that sharing of love and that sharing of compassion may be and that's important too that when we move forward and we give that we only do so because we feel that it's the right thing to do not in order to achieve a certain outcome not in order to change or transform or manipulate any conditions that we do so because it's something we can so i really hope for you whatever learnings are coming into better focus for you at this time and whatever's happening around you and within you that you're really enjoying these opportunities to grow i feel very grateful that we have physically incarnated at this time as much as i'm in bed with the flu and as much as my body itself is experiencing discomfort. I'm also so grateful that I can be here with my dear companion Hastings and Reese. I can feel the love and the comfort that surrounds me and look forward to a lot of happiness awaiting. And I know the same for you, wherever you are. There is so much good that is out there for you to enjoy and to receive in reciprocity of the good that you are Thank you. Now I look forward to talking to you again. Kakite. You're listening to Blowing Bubbles. We're talking with Julia Vandele. Julia, organising a 
Music Festival in support of mental health. Why? I don't mean why. I mean, what like what gets you from thinking, hmm, there's some things we could be doing. I know. I'll be the one that takes on organising a music festival. Yeah, yeah. Um, what initially, I think, made it happen for me was um, a while ago, uh, I don't know if you, the... Um, the guy at um, the countdown, the main countdown in Dunedin. Um, and that was sort of like a real, the, um, the stepping thing that sort of happened. It was a real sort of eye opener, I think. And there was this one day that I just um, saw sort of, you know, some types in the community um, when that was sort of going on and um, given my background with social services and support work and I'm um, working with um, mental health um, and all of that um, and losing some people myself in like, lockdown um, I just really wanted to show my support um, I really think that you know places like Life Matters and Women's Refuge are really really important and it's just a um, recognizing that people can reach out if they're feeling vulnerable, if they're, um, you know, like you can have anxiety and be mentally unwell, you know, that's a that's a mental illness and we all, um, I mean, I get anxiety and things myself, but um, it's just sort of a reflection on, you know, you, you can reach out to people and um, places like Life Matters and Women's Refuge are there for you. And I think people don't really know, you know, they feel because they're in such sort of a state sometimes that they feel scared, they feel they are vulnerable, they don't know how to, they, th they feel embarrassed to um, to reach out. Um, so I just wanted to uh, give money to Life Matters and Women's Refuge to really actually value the work that they do. And I guess to just have some fun in the community and um, all come together and just um, be supportive of one another given like the circumstances of the last couple of years that we've been through so yeah yeah <laughs> and it shows that things are doable that, yeah that exactly ordinary yeah. people can do things yeah yeah and and negotiate you know negotiating things with people and um just you're having that value and support um, in your community and I mean Dunedin is sort of a small town and um, there's all sorts of different sorts of people and um, but I think it's got a really um, valued and supportive and a nice community where I feel people are actually reaching out and um, trying to help I guess um, help people to adjust or to feel like hey everything's going to be okay you know yeah yeah where does your positive mindset come from <laughs> um my mum always say i just keep positive keep on trucking keep going <laughs> um and i do just try and just sort of do that and be there for people um i guess given my education sort of background um, I um, 
do, you know, you, you can't judge a book by its cover, you know, so you just like judging someone who's maybe like mentally unwell <laughs> um, or like vulnerable or whatever, just um, be that positive person for them and um, a smile does wonders. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You can yeah. judge a book by its cover if you're in the library, which you are. I am, yes. <laughs> That's true, yeah. Looking at the fantasy sci-fi fiction. <laughs> fiction. <laughs> <laughs> The theme yeah. of this show is positive but not deluded. How do you find mm. the balance or how do you work that balance for you of being grounded and recognising sort of reality mm. but also maintaining that positive approach? Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, the second time round, I sort of, because when it first was all black plan, I was like, oh, yes, we're going for it and it's all going to happen. This was back in August. Um, and then doing it the second time and making the second sort of date, I needed my sort of other peers from the, from Union U to just sort of be like, hey, yeah, here we go. It's still happening. Just sort of give me that kind of booster because that enthusiasm just kind of went you know so um the people around you i think um and um the support and the community um is so awesome to to have those people that um do actually really care and value actually what you're trying to do yeah yeah Just we've been asking people we've been asking people about the be kind message and Maybe the be kind message is, has done the job it needed to and we need to to be moving on. Should we come up with something new or should we stick with be kind? I think be kind's pretty good. Yeah, yeah. Um, resilience, maybe. Be resilient. <laughs> yeah, it's probably. Um, yeah, be resilient. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Let's we'll take the <laughs> let's take the second of your music choices. Let's have I'm gonna say she's pronounced Jane, because it looks like Jane. Yes. Macaba, yes. why this one? Um this song I just found it on YouTube one day and it was a really sprightly, happy song for me. And I couldn't stop playing her. And she is actually from France. Um she's Got a really positive energy about her um, and she um, this song is about a African artist that she really really loved listening to when she was little um, called um, Mabeka and um, yeah it's about her so that is that, is that artist and yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> Let's 
Julia, we've seen lots of changes in the community and our society over the, is it, do we have to say the last three years? It's the last three years, isn't it? That's getting to be quite a long time. The last couple of years, at least. <laughs> what do you think is going to stick? And perhaps more importantly, what do you hope will stick? I hope that we can all stick together. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, just people to just be mindful of um, and to get vaccinated to people just to try and adjust um, and yeah, that we are able to do what we love doing still. Yeah. Yeah. And especially for like musicians and things as well, like some of them, um, might not be able to run themselves and they want to just sort of play music and um, just have fun with it, really. Yeah. Yeah. What lessons do you think we can take from the pandemic and the pandemic response for the the bigger sorts of questions that we face? And I'm thinking of things like climate change, biodiversity, social justice, but also the sort of mental health crisis that, that we face? 
Yeah, I mean, if you're talking about in terms of climate change, we do travel a lot. Um, um, and just, just try and um, allow yourself to be like, this is what it is. Um, and learning that we're, we're, we're actually really fortunate on what we've got, really, I think. Um, and I think it's, it's really, really easy to be like, oh, we'll just go pop up to, I don't know, go to Australia for a holiday. And, but that's, that's a, that's like a, a treat really. And all these things that we do sometimes, you know, having a coffee or um, something like that, those are treats. And if you look at, I guess, back in the day when um, they had like things like polio and all of that, they just had to adjust and they had to um, just sort of get on with it. And it shows, I guess, um, I mean, it might make some people stronger, but then it also might make some people weaker, but it's just, a um, bit of a balance there, I guess, with that sort of um, thing to um, just try your hardest to just adjust and be around people that you that you care about, really. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or be around people that want to support you. Yeah. Yeah. I wonder if we can have a positive long COVID in how we think about things like those communities and, and, and being around people. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Posit yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's a thing that you just don't know. We don't know what's, what's coming really. Um, but, um, our mentality, just keep on tracking, keep on doing what you're doing and, um, just, if you can try and reach out to your peers, yeah, I think is the biggest sort of important thing. Yeah. So I have some questions to end the show with. What is the biggest success you've had in the last couple of years? Oh, <laughs> um, I think I um, probably. I got before COVID, I think I'm actually probably doing this gig really in some ways, um, telling myself that it will be a success and it is going to be a success. Um, um, yeah, just trying to reflect on what is going on. And I think, yeah, we, we need more awareness <laughs> yeah we need to be aware of what we're doing yeah yeah but um yeah that, that is a tricky one <laughs> yeah, so, we yeah. are yeah. writing a book of these conversations it's called tomorrow's heroes it's our team of people doing good work so you are oh. in that team what's your superpower what's got you into the mansion people strongness Resilience, the community, and help, really. Yeah. Do you consider yourself to be an activist? 
sort of bad. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I like to give things a go. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I want to uh, be active in the community. Yeah, put it that way. <laughs> yeah. So what motivates you? What gets you out of bed in the morning? Cup of coffee. <laughs> And what's the biggest challenge you're looking forward to in the next year or so? Probably trying to find that balance between what's going to happen. We don't know what's going to happen. A um, bit of uncertainty, I guess, yeah, in the world. Yeah. And possibly because my dad lives in Australia, I'm going to see him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and that could be a challenge. Yeah. Yeah, I can relate to that one. And yeah. lastly, do you have any advice for our listeners? Um, just try and know that places like Women's Refuge and Life Matters. Um, are there for you, pick up the phone if you're feeling vulnerable, um, reach out to people and um, we've got this, we've got this, yeah. I said lastly, yeah. but there's another one which is a free hit. How do people find out about Behind the Bamboo? Uh, on the Facebook website, um, there's a website on there. Uh, mainly Facebook, Instagram, and we'll have some interviews with some other radio stations as well, um, and also Channel 39 um, are also behind it, um, and just the community, really, people people sharing, um, and it's on Life Matters um, Facebook page and things as well, so, and you'll see some posters around town, but it is now a cohort entry so it's basically so free and we want you to try and um give money to um, those charities um and also anyone that has um already because it was a ticketed event um so anyone that has actually bought a ticket your money will be refunded to you but um if you would like to it'd be really really fantastic to maybe just put that money into um the charities that we've got provided yeah and it really is great the not just the range but the quality of the of the musicians that you've got yeah <laughs> it's kind yeah. of like who knew all these people were hiding around Dunedin I know I know it's just it's just generally people that I know really right? <laughs> yeah <laughs> um, and a few friends and some bands when I was in high school, so you just talk around amongst each other. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you for that. Mawira. It is, um, I'm, I'm listening to your interview, you strike me as an incredibly brave woman um, because you have to be brave to work with little children in early childhood. You have to be brave to work in mental health as well because that has got to be one of the most stressful places to be. And to organise an event like this at COVID time with all these complications in life and then to and ask only for a koha and, and giving it back to people, holding, letting them hold you. 
that I just think you are incredibly courageous. I have so much admiration for you. And um, I just want to say thank you for all the amazing work that you do. And as people like you that make our lives better for all of us. So oh, thank, thank you. you. And thanks for sharing with us today. Thank you so much. Yeah, it's, yeah, it means a lot. <laughs> Thank you. We're going out to another of the bands you've got, or the singers you've got. We're going out to Molly Divine, Because I Love You. with people in their bubbles, their safe spaces around the world. Brought to you by the Sustainable Lens Team, which is brought to you by Otago Polytechnic. We broadcast on Otago Access Radio every Monday, Wednesday and Friday afternoons at 3 and streamed and podcast on oar.org.nz. You can find us on Facebook and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. We had a contribution today from Tahu McKenzie. 
I'm Samuel Mann in Sawyer's Bay, Dunedin, with Mawera Karatai in Fakatane, and we've been joined from the Dunedin Public Library by Julia Vandelay. That was Blowing Bubbles. We hope you enjoyed the show. This podcast was produced by ORFM Dunedin with support from New Zealand On the Air.